0: How, here, guys. how did we start it before it's been so long
1: very awkwardly and probably not
0: good I, I thought it was like hello and welcome to i'm not impressed this is episode eight or something um i lost track because it's been so long since <laughs> the last time we recorded
1: you know what that's it um and it's episode seven that we are recording right now. Oh, okay.
0: I took a ballpark guess and it was wrong.
1: There. You, were, you were close, but you're giving us a little too much credit there. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's all. fair. Yeah. Okay, well, um, it's been a few months since we uh, tried to do this.
0: Yep. And now we're. A lot has happened. Yeah. Quite a bit has happened.
1: Would we like to tell the reasons why?
0: Yeah, there's 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 a couple. Um
1: there's a couple
0: things going on. For one, we are now remote, other um because I had to move we have been away. Separated. Yeah, I had to move away for college. So yeah, he left me. Yep, I left her. Um, Not by choice, but by
1: Necessity
0: and at gunpoint.
1: <laughs> this is true crime episode. Rachel
0: was like, "Get out of my house! I'm sick I of you."
1: Did, I did. not.
0: So she, so she grabbed her gun and just.
1: I did no
0: such thing. I, I had to walk home too. It was it was crazy. Like my my you my car's battery was not. broken, so I, I had to walk home. It was like it was like. 400 that's miles your battery it was it oh, was gosh. 400 miles
1: yeah i made you pack everything you had here on your back and walk home yeah i said good luck yeah that's exactly what happened it was kind of
0: it's kind of scary you know because like I, I i i didn't know
1: um you're safe you made it it's fine
0: yeah but like it was it was a long walk and i, I was
1: yeah it took you a couple weeks right months Months, <laughs> you literally just made it. Yeah,
0: I I just made it, so that's why it took. That's so why it took so long. To that that's the truth.
1: That's the god honest truth. There.
0: <laughs> Anyways, episode seven, exciting. Let's go.
1: Exciting. Who
0: would like to go first? It. Um. Should think... we be deciding this beforehand? Probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh is yours a true crime or what is yours
0: no mine is um i guess it's could be true it's like an anecdote of a certain mythological creature
1: okay well mine's true crime so maybe we should do the real one first yeah
0: right but like real in like quotations because you know it's like an anecdote but Um, yeah take it with what you will because it's on the internet
1: uh sorry real quick can you hear me bouncing
0: are you bouncing right now yeah i can't hear anything
1: okay good because i I got um a yoga ball
0: oh (laughs) that's cool
1: You weren't here when we got this set up, but we have our guest room set up finally. We have an actual mattress, Daniel.
0: Oh, nice. Great. So when I leave, you guys decide to renovate and upgrade things. But (laughs) when I stay there for six months, you're like, oh, yeah, here's a cardboard box and a mat that you can sleep on.
1: Exactly. It was a futon. It was better, sort of. No, uh we got this mattress and like this set for thirty five
0: dollars. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's the
1: only reason why we have
0: holy it. wait, is it an actual like, like twin mattress or is it
1: It's a, it's like a it's a full size, I think. Really?
0: For thirty-five dollars? Yeah. Yep. That's pretty crazy.
1: It's pretty good, pretty good. So we have the guest room all set up. It's in the room with the light fixture. You didn't have a light or a fan in your room when you were here.
0: You put lights in?
1: No, the, the other room.
0: Oh, the other room. Right, right, right. Yeah. I see, I see. But
1: I am, I set up my recording studio in this room. Oh, I cool. Have my own enclosed space. Oh, nice. So
0: Frankie can't um, come in and bark at me. <laughs> yeah. So does, uh. I have my... Sorry, go uh, ahead. I was gonna ask. Just... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead.
1: <laughs>
0: I was gonna. I was gonna ask if um, your husband got his office back. Yeah,
1: but um, he's gonna lose it in a few months.
0: Right. Yeah. That's fair. Oh,
1: uh, because why he is gonna. Lose <laughs> yeah, it we should is... probably tell him. <laughs> <laughs> is as daniel knows but no one else knows so i was just gonna go with it um i'm pregnant i'm gonna have a baby in like three months Mm -hmm. so that's kind of crazy i'm gonna be a dad no (laughs) no no
0: (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) say that again daniel (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Say what you No, no, I take it back. I take it back.
1: <laughs> Would you like to rephrase that?
0: I'm going to be an uncle.
1: There you go. Good job. But I'm bouncing on a ball. A yoga ball. It's like a birthing ball. It's supposed to help with your pregnancy. Mm like when you go into labor so Mm, i've been bouncing on this ball so i just wanted to make sure if i was bouncing you couldn't hear it and it wouldn't
0: mess with the audio right yeah i mean i can't hear it maybe the audio can though because i know discord Um, i know discord has um like a suppression sort of thing where it suppresses background mm -hmm. noise
1: I did test it before we started recording, and I can't hear it on my end. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't bothering you.
0: No, yeah, I can't hear it on my end either.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, other than that, um, I think that's all that happened while we were gone. Yep. I was very sick for a few months. Yeah. That's why we first stopped, honestly. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't sit down and record for right. it hours but i'm feeling great now yeah
0: so we can get back into the swing of things
1: you haven't seen it because we haven't seen each other in like a month yeah but my belly has really popped dang and
0: it's um it popped you gotta get that checked out (laughs) you gotta get that looked at that's that's like concerning was it it just it ruptured so like an alien? You it, an alien just crawled out of you, it just popped your, <laughs> your belly open. That's a terrible image. Yes. Why would you say that on on this podcast? Um,
1: that's not what I meant. So in pregnancy popping yeah means when your belly um grows enough. That it's actually noticeable.
0: Oh, so it's like That's, it's um, it's extruding.
1: You're... Yeah.
0: All right, I got it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I don't. I didn't pop like a basketball or anything like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I would be concerned if you did. So I'm glad. I'm glad you, you didn't.
1: Me too. I'm glad I am glad you did not too i am glad i did not as well. But, um. I think that's
0: kind of the gist of everything that we wanted to say. The
1: gist. Oh, and when, then we tried to record, but then your system was like, mm,
0: "Yeah, we, memory full." We had a few technical difficulties. I had to factory reset my computer um, twice, actually, and reset actually, up everything. And reset off everything. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a mess, but you know, we're here now. We're ready to keep going. And
1: then we log in today. And the Premiere Pro for Adobe, it doesn't let me work no more.
0: No work. It doesn't
1: work on my side anymore, so um, we're going to do some experimentation. Experimentation? And I am recording on a different program than Daniel is, so hopefully that matches up okay.
0: Yeah. Hopefully that's fine.
1: Well, with no... um. I wanted to have a nice transition into that, but my uh brain don't work no more a lot of the time. Just
0: like transit transition with like the echo. <laughs> Can you make okay. that make Instant. that an echo in the podcast program? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. Don't don't even worry about it. Alright. Okay, so I'm just gonna jump right in because we cannot do that very well. You know?
0: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
1: So would you like I, to get um,
0: started? There's your transition.
1: I, I would love to get started. Thank you for We've been rambling Daniel. for far too long. We've
0: lost thirty percent of our audience retention, probably higher yeah, than that.
1: They, they were very intrigued in our life. I would like to say. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Well. Well, for the people
1: <laughs> that are still here,
0: I will be for the three people on. that are still listening.
1: To our dad and my husband, Marcus, who are still listening, we will be talking about the Icebox murders today. So,
0: Wait, didn't we record we know- this already? We recorded the <laughs> and then your computer shut down. Right, okay. I was like, wait, that sounds really familiar. <laughs>
1: you will know the first half of
0: this. Okay, okay.
1: But that's it.
0: All right, proceed.
1: Okay. I don't know if you remember when we first did this, but a lot of podcasts that I listen to, they're always like, eh, we could do the Icebox Murders, but that one's so over-publicized, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. But when I first got into, like, true crime podcasts, I had no idea about the Icebox Murders. I was like, well, tell me anyways. So So for those out there that were like me, i'ma tell you the ice fox murders, murders happened in june of 1965 so police, so police this was in houston texas. houston texas and, and a man, a man named marvin martin, not marvin martin not marvin marvin
0: marvin,
1: marvin the martian yes, yes marvin the martian okay uh He called for a welfare check.
0: Oh, Marvin would not do that. Oh, no. Oh, no. He wouldn't? He wouldn't.
1: Well, this Marvin did.
0: Oh. It's not very Marvin like of her. You know? Oh. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, it's not very Marvin
1: like. (laughs) You're good. He uh, called for a welfare check on his aunt and uncle. The Houston police. Captain Charles Bullock and his partner, Ellen Barta, w- were dispatched to the home of Fred and Ed- Edwina Rogers. They were very elderly, and they had some grandchildren and all that. They're like, the, what you would see on the road, you'd be like, oh, those are grandparents. Their nephew hadn't heard from him, them for some time, and so that is why he called for the welfare check on June 23rd. The officers arrived at their home and there was no answer at the door, which is not like a bad omen, but it's definitely not good.
0: Not a good sign.
1: So the officers decided to go to the back of the house, where this might be a bad omen. Blocking the door, there was a makeshift barricade of flower pots. <laughs> oh. That would be pretty ominous to me. I don't
0: think that happens naturally.
1: No, I don't think they just get up and walk and stack themselves, no, you know?
0: No, definitely not.
1: Probably not.
0: It's kind of an odd okay. spot for your pots, too. It kind of blocks the door. and not, Kind of a fire hazard, you know?
1: A very big fire hazard. Do you remember when we went to our cousin's house? No. When... Our aunt and uncle asked us to check on them because they weren't answering their phones. Yes. Imagine if we went there and we walked into the back of their house and there was just a stack of flower pots
0: mm. blocking the door. That that would be um, a fire hazard.
1: <laughs> yes, but wouldn't that be scary? <laughs>
0: that would be pretty spooky.
1: I'd be like, "Why are they stacked like that?" Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Fortunately for us, our cousins were camping, but Fred and Edwina were not ca- camping. Uh,
0: you said, uh, fortunately, and that sounded like unfortunately, and uh, that's, that's pretty messed <laughs> up. Cancelled.
1: Fortunately, our cousins were just camping.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: But that's not the case for Fred and Edwina, Rogers, because when officers made their way into the house they entered entered the kitchens the kitchen and and captain Captain bullock had had his the the hairs on his back back on the back of his neck were sticking up and And, in pure adrenaline he said something just doesn't feel right inside this home maybe it was was because the food was left out in the kitchen and and For some reason, the captain felt drawn to the fridge.
0: Mm.
1: To this day, he claims he doesn't know why he wanted to look in the fridge, but for some reason, he just opened it. In the fridge, there was a lot of packaged meat, uh, believed to be hog meat at the time. It looked like what hog meat would be. Up until they looked down into the vegetable drawer only to see Fred and Edwina's heads had been decapitated and stored in that drawer.
0: That is disgusting.
1: That would be a nightmare. Have you seen the
0: new Scream movie?
1: I haven't. Have you? Yes,
0: we watched it. Is it good? Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, But there's a scene where uh, there's a severed head in a fridge. Oh no. So, um <clears throat> I kind of have a visual to match up with what you're saying now, which is kind of kind of kind of gnarly, but
1: kind of not, not good. <laughs> I need to watch it.
0: It's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good.
1: Is it still in theaters or is it out? I think it's
0: still in. We watched it like last Saturday. Oh, well, I guess it's a week from then now, so it might be out, but I
1: might make Marcus go watch it for with me. Yeah, it was pretty good. $5 Tuesday well um i don't know if i want to see a head in a fridge but i want to see scream so <laughs> you
0: I don't want to see it. a head in the fridge <laughs>
1: but i want to see scream so
0: yeah yeah right well i guess i, I don't I, gotta. I don't think anyone goes to a movie to see a head in the fridge so that's not like that's... something that's on people's checklist you know they, they don't check to see
1: that's fair Unless they got some problems. So, in further investigation, it's revealed that Edwina had been shot once in the head. It was a killing shot. She died instantly. Fred, however, he was not so lucky with his death. He was bludgeoned to death with a hammer. After their murders, it's believed that they were dragged into their bedroom, where their killer drained the blood from their bodies before they were dismembered
0: that is disgusting
1: yes it is Um, from what they found it evidence points to Fred as the main like target probably because Fred was severely mutilated his genitals and his eyes had been gouged out by his killer and I hate to say this, but the police are not sure if this was post or pre-mortem, so I hope uh, post, Right. Uh, but we don't know. The killer flushed parts of both of their organs down the toilet, and some parts were never found again
0: maybe never mind i I probably shouldn't say that yeah this is just a mess it's absolutely horrific completely gross I,
1: this is something you'd see in a horror movie honestly yeah this is something that scream would have problems
0: i imagine the officers on the scene could never unsee what they see you know
1: oh no i could never be a responding officer because I'd be terrified of what I would see, and I would have nightmares forever. I wouldn't be able to open a fridge.
0: The first case I, I was ever going to do on the podcast, but I decided to change it last minute because I thought it was too gruesome. Um, the, uh, the responding officers that were there on the scene, one of them ended up, like, taking his own life because of the grief he had and the PTSD he had from being on the scene and seeing it happen
1: being a police officer could be hard when you have to deal with that yeah i don't think i could
0: i have a lot of remorse and condolences for both the police officers and the family that these people went through anyone
1: who has to find a body i have a million apologies to them
0: yeah that is that is absolutely awful. That's, like, the worst dream ever. Anyways. Okay,
1: well, on to the uh, continued nightmare for these police officers. Oh, great. Investigators said that the dismembering was done by a person with immediate knowledge of anatomy. So it wasn't like a doctor. They just knew enough about anatomy to make it possible. The crime scene was found to be Cleaned meticulously, and only small amounts of blood were found in the home. So the couple wasn't weren't found until the twenty third when the wellness call was made, but it's believed that they were murdered on Father's Day. So just a couple weeks before they were found. The investigation became known as the Icebox Murders because they were found in the fridge, and freezer. Their investigation pivoted to a single suspect, the 42-year-old son, Charles. Charles had lived with his parents, and he was nowhere to be found after the discovery of the remains. However, there was blood found on the keyhole of his door, so there's the traces of blood found on that. Yeah. And I couldn't find any hard facts, but a lot of sources were saying that when they opened Charles's door to his room, a blood-stained saw was found. As well as a claw hammer that they believe Fred was bludgeoned with and a pair of scissors. Mm.
0: That's terrible.
1: If for some reason this piques your interest, well, huh? And you want to look no, up, huh? No, don't, no, don't, no, stop, photos. no,
0: no, 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 stop. stop, 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 stop.
1: It's not what you think.
0: Okay. Just, you just give me, just give me a moment. It's...
1: Okay. <sighs> Let me know when you're good.
0: All right. Kitties, kitties, cats, cats. Cats, kitties. Alright, go ahead.
1: You will see all the investigators there handling the evidence with bare hands. And contaminating the scene. Because glove wearing at active crime scenes didn't become (gasps) practiced until
0: 1924. Wait, wait, how long ago was this?
1: This happened in 1965, but for some reason, they didn't wear gloves. Even though it had become a standard practice, it wasn't required. What? they contaminated the scene, which happens to a lot of the older crime scenes. Just no one really knows the importance of keeping that crime scene clean. uncontaminated so they don't wear gloves they step on things that shouldn't be stepped on what they just don't pay attention there's like so much information about mistakes that has been happening in the past because they didn't know what today would be like and so there's a lot of open cases that probably my personal belief if they were handled correctly and dna like blood was kept they could have dna tests now and help close some of those but way back then in like the early 1920s it wasn't very common
0: yeah they had policies messed up back then holy man that's crazy
1: yeah so i'm just gonna jump into some information about their prime suspect charles uh he served in world war ii Graduated with a degree in nuclear physics. That sounds hard. And spent a decade working for Shell Oil as a seismologist. Something like that. Sorry, guys. But it's a scientist who studies earthquakes and seismic waves.
0: Seismologist, I think.
1: Yeah, that. Thanks. You're welcome. So. For this job, he would leave home before dawn and return after dark. He rarely saw his parents, despite living in the same home as them. It was so bad that the only way they communicated was by slipping notes under doors. They didn't really talk. It was just notes. Despite his patterns and leaving, no one is sure if he actually had this job at the time. Um, some people were questioning what motive Roger would even have. So authorities pieced together the family life of the Rogers. Charles had been manipulated by his parents for years. They took out loans in his name. So, tanking his credit before he even knows, robbed him of his savings, and just made his life a living hell, pretty much. But after finding out this information, they're like, okay, this is his motive. And a nationwide search was launched to find him for questioning. But this search yielded nothing. Rogers had learned to fly while serving in the Navy, so airfields were checked. there was no sign of him or anyone seeing him fly off. and he was officially declared dead by absentee, which is if no one can prove he's alive and no one can find him, he's declared dead. So he was declared dead in nineteen seventy four excuse me 1975 10 years after he disappeared if he was still alive today by some mysterious force he would be about a hundred years old the mystery doesn't end here and this is kind of wild to me but a lot of people suspect that charles did much more than just kill his parents there's a lot of speculation that he might have been involved in the plot to kill John F. Kennedy.
0: Oh, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's a bit of a stretch. Is what shocked me. Like, where do you get this? But this is some of the information that I compiled. Uh, so according to an argument that was launched by John R. Craig and Philip A. Rogers... In 1992, in a book called The Man on the Grassy Knoll, Grassy Charles was one of the so-called tramps spotted in the Dealey Plaza in Dallas, Texas, on November 22, 1963. It was claimed that Charles was actually a CIA agent. Oh. CIA. Gosh dang it, Rachel. CIA agent. And this would, a lot of people say this would explain why no one was sure if he had a job. The CIA doesn't, they're secretive. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, he was working for us. Yeah, we uh, took care of him. Oh. Or we put him into hiding or anything like that. The CIA is not going to say anything. Right. So John and Philip proposed that Charles had recorded his involvement in Kennedy's death in his diaries. So when his parents may have snooped and uncovered the diaries, he killed them. them. But obviously, this is unproven and highly unlikely. But But Hugh and Martha Gardiner, their their forensic forensic accountants, they claim to know where he ended up. They claim that they tracked his movements to Mexico, where he supposedly landed a mining job through his oil industry connections. Allegedly, he himself was murdered with a pickaxe by Miners in Honduras.
0: Oh, that got a little dark.
1: Yeah. And many claim because Charles was able to manage his parents, not manage his parents, managed to kill his parents and disappear with no one knowing where he was. His theoretical work for the CIA isn't outlandish as it seems because CIA agents can just disappear. And they say, he didn't leave a trace. He vanished like a ghost after these murders. So that's why a lot of people lean to the CIA agent thing. Right. I don't think that's very likely, but I guess we'll never know. And to this this day, the case of the murders of Fred and Edwina remains unsolved.
0: Wait, wait, what? Wait, sorry, say that again.
1: The case of the murder (gasps)
0: remains...
1: (gasps) Like, last I checked, I know I researched this a couple months ago, but I believe it's still an open case.
0: The Icebox murders are an open case?
1: Yeah, but it was in 1965. Bruh. But...
0: I, sh- I should have I, guessed I, I that's what was going to happen because you, you were saying... They
1: don't have a confession.
0: You were really hinting towards mistakes when they were just manhandling yeah. all the evidence.
1: <sighs> I, I just don't know, man. So what I can't get out of my head is if the crime scene was cleaned so well that they only found traces of blood, why would he'd be so stupid to have left the bloodstained saw in his own bedroom
0: yeah it's kind of odd that
1: doesn't make sense to me
0: yeah i don't know
1: maybe if you're gonna go through all that work of cleaning the scene if he had murdered them why would he leave the saw there in his bedroom
0: maybe he was just uh, hyped up on adrenaline because Obviously, you would be, and then he he kind of just like missed something, you know? He just. I don't know.
1: Or maybe some, he heard something outside that spooked him, and he's like, I gotta get out. Yeah, here.
0: maybe that.
1: I don't know, but that's the case of the icebox murders, and I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I
0: didn't know any of that either.
1: It's, it was big. So, for those out there who are like, why won't anyone tell me? I told you. You're
0: welcome. Uh, I'm I'm sure I could have lived without that knowledge, actually.
1: Uh, I, I forced it upon you. Anyways, do you have a story to help get that um, out of here? Uh, uh,
0: tad. Tad? Well, yeah, 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 I do, actually, yeah. Because this one isn't a bloody mess like the one that you just did. <laughs> All right. So this is a... Pfft, so this is about the pope lick monster i have no idea
1: pope like the pope
0: the pope lick monster yes um pope pope as in that one minister from the catholic church i have no idea one minister minister. got it that one president of um that one prime minister um that's like has like a vatican or something yeah
1: no i got you
0: i didn't grow up in catholic church if it isn't obvious i have no idea
1: uh, so, Pope, and then lick? Like, you're licking someone?
0: Yep, Pope licking. So, the Pope licks people, which is why... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I say that? I'm not a part of the ch- I Catholic don't they, I don't know!
1: I don't know, dude!
0: Okay, so, um... I am unsure of why it's called Pope Lick. That's kind of just the monster, or just the name that was given to the monster... But it's a creature where people have seen actual sightings of. Um, it's a creature that is thought to take the form of a man-slash-goat hybrid under a real oh. railroad trestle bridge in Louisville, Kentucky.
1: This sounds This sounds like the Goatman Bridge in Texas.
0: The Goatman Bridge in Texas?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know about that one.
1: I'll have to do it sometime.
0: Yeah, maybe okay, continue. Um, okay where is this so one?
1: Kentucky? louisville
0: louisville kentucky okay so the word pope lick this is where it is uh which it refers to a place where death often occurs
1: oh so no not the pope licking someone no, got it
0: just just discredit that just discard that i never said it okay right?
1: okay gotcha
0: there are many different ways this creature is thought to take its victims, with the most popular ones being, and I quote, he pounces on cars driving on the street that goes no! under the trestle bridge.
1: No, thank you! And
0: he kills them with a bloody axe. Or Why? lures them onto the tracks and traps them so they will be hit by the oncoming train or what? driven to jump off the trestle. Of course- what? Of course, this causes many thrill-seekers to go here, and they end nope. up stuck on the trestle and get hit by the trains. Or they try to hang off the edge to avoid being hit, and end up falling to their death. Every now what? and then, a story hits the news about another person who died at this location.
1: Stop going there!
0: <laughs>
1: Stop testing fate, guys!
0: Um, so, the rest of... Okay, so I, I should put it a bit of a disclaimer. Um, I'm kind of just following what a person wrote on Reddit. So they might say things about certain people because in this story, they think that all these people who die on this train are just a bunch of idiots. I have, I, I don't think that I'm not calling anybody idiots. Okay. I'm just, I'm reading what is here and is given to me by this Redditor's aned- anecdote. I mean, no, no harm or judgment to anybody listed in these stories let's I'm just blame let
1: that reddit user uh <laughs> i'm not, reddit I'm user not even gonna say
0: his reddit name i put it here but i well actually i should probably say it
1: <laughs> yeah say it just in case someone wants to look it up.
0: <laughs> yeah right See okay. it with their
1: own eyes you gotta you gotta okay. give us
0: the details uh, but okay to be fair If if you listen to the rest of the story, um, at the end they don't think they're idiots, but it just comes to a resolution. All right.
1: Okay.
0: So it's from the user, fuzzy word, u slash fuzzy word. Fuzzy
1: word, or fuzzy
0: word. Fuzzy, fuzzy word. Fuzzy. Like fuzzy fuzzy, wuzzy wuzzy, had a bear. (laughs)
1: Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: Yep. Uh, fuzzy word has been had been dating a girl for a few months named Heather um she was a very sweet girl but had a bit of an adventurous side to her so she of course tells fuzzy she wants to go and look for the Pope Lick monster he originally refused why would
1: you go look for that
0: um i don't know i don't know if there's
1: a chance someone's going to chase me with a A bloody axe i'm not gonna go looking for them just my personal opinion but go ahead continue
0: you know, I that's something that I would do if I if I had a local <laughs> legend around here that was carrying a bloody axe and was a half man half goat walking around, I I would go out and and spook myself. Would you myself, chase you know?
1: the hook man?
0: Would I chase the hook man?
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like she's doing.
0: I wouldn't go onto private property. To, oh, like, so you're go-
1: not like our cousins?
0: No, I I would not okay. do that. That, that is not something i would do i guess i would to do what they're doing because the railroad is actually blocked off people aren't supposed to be going over there but people hop the fences anyways
1: mm, got it
0: they fenced it off because of all the deaths that were happening
1: but well, adventure can't keep people out
0: right he originally refused to go to the popelic monster but due to the multiple deaths Oh, wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. He refused. He, oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. Ooh, okay. He originally refused due to the multiple deaths that had been happening at this Got location. It. I was
1: like, he refused until all the deaths happened. And, and he was like, like oh, no yeah. Water.
0: I gotta <laughs> go get me stupid. some of that. <laughs> he had specifically... He he said specifically that he didn't want to be the next dummy in the newspaper who met an early demise looking for a goat man. Because of this, she began playfully teasing him, you know, calling him a chicken. Bak,
1: bak, bak! Call me a chicken all you want. I ain't looking for that goat man with the axe. (laughs)
0: Uh, Saying he doesn't have the guts and so on, which eventually caused him to crack and just agree to the trip. So mm-hmm. they planned it all out, and they headed out there one night. Heather was absolutely excited about hunting down the Pope Lake monster. Oh, Heather! Oh, oh Heather! Heather. They, parked
1: Heather.
0: <laughs> they parked their car. They
1: parked on their the car. They parked their car on the train track.
0: <laughs> on the train track. No, okay. So it's like a trestle bridge, right? So uh-huh. the train track is up and above the ground. Bunch. It's like. Do you know Harry Potter and Hogwarts, when it goes through the platform nine and three quarters, and then when they're on the train, they go through that giant bridge that oh, is above the ground? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like trussle that. trussle bridge? Yeah. Well, it's trussle bridge. So it's like, it's made out of metal, and it, it's made out of trusses, specifically. Okay. Um, anyways, I have to find where I'm at now, because I, I looked away from my script.
1: Take your time. What's a truss? Is that so, just metal?
0: It's a structure that holds up objects. <clears throat> so
1: any th- this table.
0: No, it's a. Sp- <laughs> it's 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 the name of a structure.
1: Uh, not got just it. any structure. Okay.
0: I can send you a picture.
1: Yes, please.
0: So this is a trestle bridge.
1: Oh, that looks scary. Is that the bridge?
0: Um I don't or is think it that's just the exact one bridge.
1: Okay. Well that, that looks like it's going to fall. No trade better be going on that.
0: To be honest, um it is old rusty and, and it looks very not safe for sure. Um I'm gonna look it up actually, Pope. Like a monster trussel bridge. Okay, this is the trussel bridge. <laughs> it it looks worse. <laughs> oh Trust no! Me. It, it looks so bad. <laughs> there there is nothing that should be going across that. Holy.
1: So not a train should.
0: A train oh, shouldn't. Oh what
1: the heck? Are you
0: are you looking it up?
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: sent you a picture. That looks that old not, and rustic. That, that does not, not, not look, look safe.
1: Dirty enough to pulled up a train
0: yeah um, is it
1: still being used
0: to this day i believe it is
1: oh gosh um, i don't know much about trains are there like conductors on trains still
0: uh that's a good question i don't know if modern trains have conductors
1: because i feel bad for any conductor that has to go over those any of those bridges to be honest
0: i'd be chill with it though because i feel like a lot of being a train conductor would just be like sitting there and just doing your own thing waiting for the next
1: that's true but (laughs) also i'd be i'd feel bad for the train conductor that has to go over this bridge
0: (laughs) when people are on it okay yeah there's a lot of people that like to go on it for some reason so yeah (laughs) that's fair yeah i wouldn't want to go over this train track but being a train conductor might be pretty cool
1: that probably would be pretty fun
0: um should we put this picture in in like uh in the podcast link or something
1: we have our instagram we'll post it on instagram if you would like to see a picture of the bridge please check our instagram
0: yeah pretty spooky stuff anyways back to the story anyways where was i they parked their car there we go and made their way through the woods and up a hill towards the edge of this infamous trestle bridge they took was that where i was at? i can't
1: hear you Oh, yeah. I thought Contin- you were continuing. continuing. <laughs> I was like, you <laughs> just phased
0: out. No, know, like, I'm like, wait. No more words. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Is that where I was at? I think that's where I was at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So hunting down the Popelix Monker, the, monker they parked their their car and made their way through the woods. Okay. Yep. Are you okay? Yep. I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. I'm dandy. That
1: is definitely where you're at.
0: They took a short break somewhere before reaching the tracks, but in the middle of their relaxation, Heather became mischievous and decided to scare Fuzzy by suddenly dashing off into the woods ahead of them.
1: Why? Why separate, lady?
0: Yeah, what What a great idea. Give him a break, man. Give Give Fuzzy a break. Uh, though Fuzzy ran as fast as he could, he lost sight of her, which was fine <laughs> Sounds because... Like a rhyme. Sounds like a what?
1: It sounds like a beginning of like a nursery rhyme.
0: Oh, a nursery rhyme. Oh, I thought you said fuzzy sounds like a Ryan. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Do all Ryans are, are all Ryans slow? Is that what you're saying or?
1: <laughs> no. Sounds like a nursery rhyme. Oh,
0: I see. I see. Yeah. Um, so you
1: try to catch up.
0: So he lost sight of her, which was fine, because he knew where they no. were headed anyways, and he would just meet her there. On the way, because of the number of deaths on the bridge, he had to maneuver over some fences that the city had installed along the way, which took Maybe him a bit Maybe that's time. a
1: sign to turn back.
0: It definitely is, and it should be. Just saying. But it's not for Fuzzy and Heather, who are adventurous and young and dumb.
1: Okay, Heather
0: okay heather <laughs> heather was already standing by the tracks by the time he made it there fuzzy started to walk her away when suddenly that same mischievous smile appeared on her face once again. oh
1: don't that sounds she like said, a demon
0: she said catch me if you can and dashed out onto the trestle bridge
1: i it... thought you so i avenged her on top of the bridge and when you said catch me if you can i thought she was gonna jump
0: Oh gosh! What?
1: (laughs) I was was terrified.
0: Oh man, foreshadowing. I feel
1: better. I feel better now. Yeah. Continue.
0: You 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 didn't even hear what I said.
1: Foreshadowing. I don't want to (laughs) know.
0: You you had no reaction. I'm trying to
1: ignore that.
0: (laughs) Try to try to. (laughs) <laughs> Try to just scrub that one out. Just, just make sure. You know, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. I'm,
1: just, I'm in denial. You didn't say that.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Um, she said, catch me if you can, and dashed out onto the trestle bridge. In response to Fuzzy's continuous expressions of his worry and his refusal to go onto the bridge himself, Heather called him a coward for not being adventurous like she was. That's fun. He finally relented and made no. his way out onto the trestle. Once he had gotten closer, she dashed off further onto the bridge. She kept asking him stop to come it, get Heather. her. At this point, Fuzzy was over stop it. He raised Good. his voice at Heather and essentially told her that she had to stop and that she wasn't being cute. This seemed to have pissed her off majorly. She stood there in the middle of the bridge and kept telling him to F off. Um, F being the actual, you know. Um, yeah she said she could make her own decisions and that he wasn't her dad and she could take care of herself fuzzy felt bad for what he had said so he tried to reach her to apologize we have they eventually made up after a little talking and sealed it with a kiss about this time sweet fuzzy heard a sound that struck fear into his heart a somewhat (sighs) distant train horn Ah! fuzzy okay. grabbed her hand and began to lead her back to safety but he only took a few steps before heather's arm stopped him from moving fuzzy turned back around and it was clear what had happened her foot had gotten stuck in a weird area on the tracks she immediately sat down and started working off freeing her foot from the tracks fuzzy panicked, panicked and tried to help free her foot as well the sounds of the train horn drew closer and closer and Fuzzy's anxiety grew higher and higher.
1: My anxiety is began... growing.
0: <laughs> Heather had begun crying at this point and begging him to help her get free. At this point, okay, her ankle... Okay, Heather,
1: you not brave no more.
0: At this point, her ankle was bleeding from her digging in with all her might oh. and trying to pull her ankle free. He continued to free... try and free her with oh all of his strength, but nothing oh would budge when desperately searching for some solution a light in the distance caught his eye it was the light from the train oh my gosh it wasn't long before they could start to feel the vibrations of the track from the freight train making its way towards them full-on panic (laughs) set itself on heather she pulled and tugged wildly trying to trying to free herself, all in vain. The train was now making its way onto the trestle. The horn blared multiple times in a row and practically deafened the two of them. Heather was full on panicking now. With tears streaming down her face, she kept screaming to him while sobbing, please don't let me die, over and over. He kept trying to tug as much as possible before he knew he had ran out of time. He, kissing Heather's forehead, and said to her, I'm so sorry, before starting to make his way to the edge of the trestle to avoid his fate. As he pulled away from Heather, he felt two hands clasped around his his forearm. (sighs) Heather screamed. Her arms were wrapped around his forearm, locking him next to her, and directly in the path of the train. She looked like a wild animal, desperate to survive. At this point, Fuzzy was begging Heather to let him go, but she held a death grip onto his arm. The train was now mere seconds away. Fuzzy ah! turned his head to look at the approaching death machine. He nearly missed it, but out of the corner of his eye, he had seen Heather for his last time. Her face changed instantly from a tearful, panic-stricken face to the one that was just happily smiling back at Fuzzy, shocking him to the core and causing ah! him to strike Heather in the face narrowly freeing himself in time to hop off the side of the trestle bridge before cu- before the train came barreling through them. So this is where I believe that the story becomes fiction. But of course, it's up to the person reading the story or just listening at home. Um, it's up to Wait, you if you decide to that, believe this.
1: Did that first part really happen?
0: Uh I have no idea. This is an anecdote. So it, it's up to you if you believe it or Whew. not. But this is where it kind of loses me because what I read online is that hanging off the side of the train trestles is nearly impossible. Especially to hold on for that long because some of these freight trains are really, really long. Especially and, with
1: the vibrations.
0: Right. With the, with the train tracks shaking, it, I read online that it's kind of impossible to hold on. Um, long enough to survive. And everyone yeah. who would hold on to the side would just fall off. So yeah. this is kind of where it kind of lost me. But he held on to the side of the tracks and luckily because this train was shorter compared to others um, that passed through on this route, he managed to hold on just in time for the train to pass before safely climbing back up. He looked around and so and saw nothing was left of Heather. Oh, he turned around where he immediately walked back towards safety, completely shaken up and aching from bo- from fi- both and aching both physically and emotionally. Ugh. Um so yeah, it's it's up to you if you believe that part, but I'm I'm just going to continue on like it like it's real, you know. Yeah. Um once or on his way back he cried thinking he could have done something differently to prevent the death of heather and he began to fear for how he was going to tell heather's family of what happened once he got back to the woods he heard a voice it startled him completely partly because he didn't know anyone else was there and also because it sounded so familiar it rang out with what the frick was that except frick is the f word you know Mm -hmm. he turned his head and his face drained from color there was Heather, perfectly intact ah! and unharmed. He immediately dropped ah! to the ground and, to try and prevent himself from fainting. Heather and F- Fuzzy both rejoiced each other with hugs and silence until they could build up the courage to speak. He was very confused at this point, considering he had just watched her die. She then started to explain everything to him. <sighs> she told him that when what? she rushed... Are you, are you ready for this? I guess she told him that when she rushed, rushed ahead of the Holy Frank, let me, let me start that over. She told him that when she rushed ahead the first time after they took a break, she decided it would be a great time to go pee in the woods somewhere. By the time she made her way back towards the bridge, she saw fuzzy with another girl by the tracks. At (gasps) first she thought he ran into some friend of his or something and she was going to try and scare us. But when she looked closer, she noticed that the girl was her. She was absolutely terrified at this point, and kind of stood back and just observed. Once she saw that Fuzzy had followed this mimic out on the trestle, she apparently tried to call for him to let him know that it wasn't her, but the sounds of the train masked all her words. At this point in the night, Fuzzy just wanted to go home. He was distraught and confused about the whole situation, Heather drove the two of them home and stayed the night at his place. And he didn't want oh, nope. to be alone. Things were. No, I were... think she should go home. Yeah, well. I I don't, I don't trust don't about...
1: that. <laughs> I don't know you if don't this trust is really the her. Fuzzy? What? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if this is really her.
0: No, no. So, Heather d- drove Fuzzy home.
1: And stayed.
0: And stayed. Okay, so you, you want I don't Fuzzy know if to I trust... say, Heather, go home. Get out of my yeah. face. Yeah. Even though Heather like just... drove him home, <laughs>
1: I don't know if I trust Heather.
0: But 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 he trusted her to drive her home though. I don't care. <laughs> she she don't knew sleep where he lived. To me. Uh... If, if if it was the the monster, the Popelic monster, I, I don't know if he knows how to drive, <laughs> but. You know? <laughs> that's
1: fair oh my gosh when you said uh when the train was getting closer that heather's face went from fear to a smile yeah
0: that
1: sent chills through my body i'm like that's not heather yeah. is it
0: yeah um yeah this was really powerful this was a really okay. well written story um i did change it up a lot though not like change details but i made it into like um
1: a more concise i story
0: i made it into a passive tense and i also changed all the eyes to him and uh kind of just okay reworded everything so it's like a from a third person looking in instead of a single person i don't know if that's the best way to read an anecdote or maybe i should just read it as uh as they write it where it's like no
1: i think i think how you read it was better than using i
0: okay um so there's just they're sleeping yeah there's just a little bit left here um heather drove the two of them home and stayed the night at his place as he didn't want to be alone things were very quiet between them for a while fuzzy figures that they were both traumatized by the situation (laughs) i am fuzzy says he no longer gets a good night's sleep as he keeps having nightmares of watching her get run over by the train Heather seems to be struggling with a lot of guilt on her end for not letting Fuzzy know that wasn't her a little earlier since she almost got him killed. Yeah. Fuzzy closes Fuzzy closes his, his posts on Reddit stating that he always thought that all these people dying on Pope Lake were just idiots that pushed their luck too much or didn't know the train was still active. But he now believes differently. He says he knows that he knows now that there is a monster living near the Popelick trestle bridge. Maybe it did appear as a goat man for someone, but it certainly wasn't for him. It's something not of our world. Something that can mimic whatever like... it wants. It seems and enjoys leading the innocent people to their demise. Please, whatever you do, don't visit the Popelick train trestle. The monster is real and it could be wearing your face.
1: Uh i don't like that it can shape shift now yep i don't like that at all also i'm home alone right now
0: oh nice and
1: i feel like there's someone behind me
0: oh did you <laughs> check right is now there?
1: yes i checked there's a mirror right next to me oh. there's no one behind oh, me oh okay
0: well why Why is there a mirror behind you That's that's a little sussy. <laughs> no. You know?
1: there's a mirror to my right. Okay, so I can okay, see. Okay, no right. one's behind okay. me. Okay,
0: yeah. That's, that's kind of scarier, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You, you just look over to your right, and you see someone just standing behind you in the mirror. That's terrifying, dude. Stop! That's like, oh, my gosh. That's a scary that. setup.
1: I need, I need to cover this mirror. That's a terrifying
0: setup. Holy. Might as well put I a mirror on it. both sides, you know? Create, like, that uh, vortex.
1: No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> invite good.
0: demons Thanks. from the Shadow Realm into your home.
1: You know, I wasn't going to invite demons when you were here, and I'm not going to invite demons when you're not here. Yeah.
0: It's not going to happen. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um,
1: You can invite demons over there. Mom and Dad might not like that very much, but no. it's not here, so... Actually, don't do that. I'm coming to visit this weekend.
0: (laughs) Don't do that. Do it it after you you go back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's some great spots uh, I know around here in our hometown that need a little haunting, you know?
1: (laughs) Maybe go there and Maybe I'll go there and do it. (laughs) But just make sure they don't follow you.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: That's all. No, I don't think
0: I'm going to haunt anything until I get my own place. That's good. I would Um, I would love some ghost roommates to be honest. I
1: I will not be visiting you at your (laughs) That's rude. That's so Um, rude. Just because I'm scared of your ghost roommates, that's all.
0: What if you want to visit me for the holidays? You're just gonna rent a hotel and just like Yeah. Yeah. You're just not going to come to my house. We're just going to be- You
1: can come to the hotel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will visit you <laughs> at the yeah, hotel <laughs> in my <exactly>. own hometown.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: All right. You know that if that's a what stay-cation. needs to be done, a, a little vacation. Go go to the yeah. hotel my sister is staying at.
1: Yeah. Anyway. A, little, a little vacation for
0: you. <laughs> all right.
1: That's all. <laughs> Unless you can guarantee there's no ghosts
0: okay okay I, I could like get an emf reader you know and there just, we go and you know, make sure everything's clear first before you're perfect. before you come in perfect i can like sage the place too you know
1: perfecto all right
0: um what do you think of the story pretty good
1: that um was wild it <laughs> <Yeah>. definitely <laughs> kind of reminds me of the Goatman bridge i might cover that next week
0: yeah that might be just interesting. Cause my
1: mind's on it um it definitely <laughs> gave me the shivers, the heebie-jeebies, as I say.
0: Yeah, this was one of my favorite stories for sure. Um, if you guys that... want to see the original post by the Redditor, we will have the link in the description. Can you put links in, de- in descriptions for podcast episodes? I, I I have no understanding of how that works.
1: Yes, I, I have put links, and I can put links. Okay. If you would like to see the photo of the bridge i will be putting that on our instagram it's i'm not impressed pod and i will also put a picture of the crime scene text touching evidence with no gloves
0: uh well okay uh, uh, it's uh, not uh, it's
1: not it's not bloody okay okay it's not bad you know when you said
0: that you were like uh describing a horrific scene a bloody mess with a (laughs) I bludgeoned, know. bludgeoned used hammer covered in blood and you were like so here's some crime scene photos and i just i freaked out i was like you you cannot I know you be. did i did not
1: go into that very <laughs> you, well you could
0: be giving that to the public <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> You cannot be endorsing people to, to go check that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. It's not what it sounded like. Okay, that's good. So yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Come back for episode eight next week or whenever. We promise. No,
1: we promise we'll be back next week.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, we promise. We promise. <laughs> we come, promise we'll be back. Yep. Anyways, Uh, how do we end these? It's been so long. I completely forgot.
1: The same way we began them very
0: badly. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening. Is that it? Yep. Perfect. See you next week.
0: Bye.
1: (laughs) Bye.